and welcome to Rose Ed. Right, I'm not going to lie to you. I've forgotten to write an intro this week because it's the weird bit between Christmas and New Year's. So please insert joke, insert joke <laughs> here about Arsenal and me eating too many pistachios over Christmas. Um, hey. If you're listening to us on podcast radio, hello. And if you're not, you can listen to us on podcast radio on DAB, London, the South East, Birmingham, Manchester at 6pm on a Friday, repeated on a Saturday and Sunday. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's really easy to do so. At Rose Ed Pod on Instagram, Rose Ed Soccer on Twitter. You can find us on TikTok as well, Facebook, YouTube. And don't forget, in the link, uh, in our bio, there's a link to send us a voice note. Woo! Also, I'd like to please <laughs> remind you, to, it's good, isn't it? This, I don't need to write an intro because it's going well. Um, just to remind you as well, if you could please like and review us, five stars only, please, on the app of your choice. Apparently that really helps with the algorithm whatever it is. Um, here with uh, Hannah East. You right, Hannah? Well, I feel like we've maybe lost anybody that was intending to listen to the podcast off the back of that <laughs> intro, Joe. Jeez Louise. It's better when I write one, isn't it? You two take the mickey. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should step up and help you though. Me and yeah, I laugh easy at for, you, but we don't actually write it. Yeah, so. it's easy for us to say, but we don't host and we don't say the intro. Yeah, this so. is true. I just completely forgot to write one this week. Um, I've eaten seven packets of pistachios in six days. But anyway. Um, seven? <laughs> Are you like constipated? It's like a Snickers factory back there, Hannah. So tell you, oh, I tell you what, that literally made me want to mouth sick. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, and if you are listening on, the, can you say that on the radio? There's no off-com rules against that. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, we've got a new sponsor. Have we? Yeah, we've got a new sponsor, Hannah. Um, <laughs> so okay. And what's quite exciting is we've got a promotional code that we need to read out. Everybody on me. They they talk to me about Hannah. Hannah's great. Hannah's great. Sometimes people people like Mike as well. Nobody ever says anything nice about me. But it's mostly good positive feedback about Hannah East because they don't know her and they don't have to listen to her <laughs> off air. But I thought I'd let, I'd let you read the advert. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, and and what has become apparent is that I don't read the running order before we start the show. Yep. So I haven't read this. So they, I'm just freestyling this. I'm going bareback. Is that a phrase? <laughs> it means um, to not work. So, <laughs> is that what bareback means? That is what bareback means. Yes. Yeah, oh, so. oh, That's the earliest I think I've ever had to use the beep sound effect. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. Right, do you want me to read this? Then? Read it whenever you're ready. Yeah. Okay. So we've partnered. <clears> with... <throat> I'm oh, sorry. I see what we're going to do. Here. So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. So we've partnered with VIR Clothing, a cool clothing company where the idea is to create a wardrobe of essential pieces at affordable prices. Now, because you listen to Rose Z, all you have to do is head to the VIRclothing.com and use the code. Right. No, so you made a mistake immediately. It's not yeah, me, VIR Clothing. Because, <laughs> because you listen to Rose Z, all you have to do is head to VIRclothing.com mm -hmm. and use the code JOE20, that's J O E 20, to receive 20% off your order and all the money raised goes towards the podcast probably our next year's Christmas party. Yep. VIR stands for Man, Hero and Man of Courage. And at VIR, they hope... VIR <laughs> <laughs> VIR stands for Man Hero and Man of Courage, and at VIR, they hope that every man from every background can find a piece to themselves in our collection. A piece of themselves in our collection. <laughs> Here you go, Mike. That's a bit of you in it. Yeah, that was in there too. At VIR, they've all come from a fashion buying and design background, and their vision is to keep style simple as they believe fashion should not be complicated or unaffordable. Mm -hmm. It should be easy and carefree when trying to look good for any occasion. So remember, just head to VIR clothing.com and use the code joe20 that's j-o-e 20 to receive 20 percent off your order and all of the money raised goes towards our christmas party 
so I forgot to hit record. Can we just do that? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh. I just oh, want to say, so uh, I want to say well done, Tanner, because Joe obviously pre-planned this and was trying yeah. to put you off at every instant. So congrats, Tanner, you did well. It, oh, Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. It also right. sounds like an idiot trying to say VAR. It does. Right. It actually does. <laughs> See that, that VAR like... this week. <laughs> but if it was, if it were, if you say, you would say VAR, say, I'd say VIA. But if it's like V-I-R, it doesn't even sound right because of my Yorkshire accent. Yeah, but you know, but sometimes things are acronyms, aren't they? So if you're saying yeah. also known as, you wouldn't say ACA. You would say AKA, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, because maybe sometimes if I was caught, no, I'm joking, yeah. No, some people say, <laughs> totally. some people say VAR, don't they? So yeah. I hate ah. those people. Anyway, we haven't asked Mike if he had a nice Christmas. I'm intrigued to know about Mike's Christmas. I thought Joe was going to, I feel like Joe has to ask the question. But you just said you ate the stash you and you've pooed all Christmas. Me? No, that was Joe. No, Joe's pooed all Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know. How's your Christmas been? Uh, I've kept it all inside in Christmas. Well, no, not, not everything. Uh, to allow myself <laughs> treated yourself. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was chilled. Um, luckily, only a few of my family members got COVID, so the rest of us uh, enjoyed ourselves. Oh. Yeah, that sounds really horrible, but but yeah, it was it, it was good. It was just my nan classes. and my granddad, all the vulnerable ones. Just they got it. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tr- traditional like? Do you have? Because obviously, Mike. Oh, here uh, we go. You Smashing are... plates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, could, I already you... preempted your question because <laughs> you're Cypriot, aren't you? Yeah. Um. So. What no, because, like- but because we don't live in a village in Cyprus and we live in Britain, Joe, we've adopted <laughs> British culture. I don't know if you have heard about that. When people no. come from different places, they actually adopt the culture of the country they're living in. So I don't know what you mean. My, um, yeah. No, because <laughs> no, but in my head, because I've, I've only been to Cyprus once. And so I just assume right. that, that you're from Ayanapa. Ayanapa <laughs> <laughs> is not, let me just say, to, to, to anyone that doesn't really know much about Cyprus, but they've heard of Ayanapa, it does not represent the country. It's a beautiful country, um, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that go there that, that ruin it, like Joe, um, <laughs> and leave it an absolute tip for the for the Greeks to to clean up after them. So boo to them. My biggest regret about I'm just ignoring that. My biggest regret about Ayanapa <laughs> is there was too big a queue. We decided to go and see DJ Luck and MC Neat in a phone party, so I didn't do it. What an idiot! That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. DJ Luck. DJ Luck and MC Neat. Do you know them? Uh, rings a bell. With a little bit of luck, you can make it true tonight. With oh, bit, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a banger. Ayanapa, Ayanapa. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you really like, like it? it? Is it, is it That's wicked? actually not DJ Luck and MC Neat. Okay. No, that's um, that's actually uh, DJ I'm loving Pipe it, Pipe. loving it, loving it. I'm loving oh, but they it. They say, like Ayanapa, Ayanapa. And he goes, uh, when you hear, duh, 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 I'm coming. That's one of the lines. <laughs> I love how you, you know that, Joe. It's such a great Yeah, DJ Pipe Piper in the Unknown MC. Yeah, that's a great tune, that. Um, also, once bumped into MC Neutrino in a bar in Putney, and I had DJ Oxide's bike when I was a kid. Look, that's a story for another day. Um, I have got a story about a nightclub, though, with um, watching Faithless in Ibiza. Um, that somehow me and my other half managed to slink into the VIP section. And basically an international drug dealer was sat with my husband telling him that he needs to sell drugs in Loughborough while his 
masseur was massaging his back with a thong on. That's all she was wearing. And she was like rubbing her boobs on his ears. And this guy who was a porn star was showing me videos of himself in a porno as I was sat drinking champagne, smoking a Cuban cigar. What and I was I'm from North Allerton. Yeah. <laughs> so I was at one point, um, Andy looked at me and he was like, we need to go. Like, we need to leave. Why? And I was like, do you want to go now? He's like, I'll just wait till she's finished doing my, like the rest of my back because it's really nice. Oh, massaging oh. Andy's back. I thought you meant yeah. the drug lords. Oh. No, massaging Andy's back. And uh, I was sat having a conversation. This Are guy said to me, listen, that? you need to sell drugs in, uh, in Loughborough. I can supply them. And then he looked over at me and uh, yeah, I'm with this Cuban cigar having champagne and this guy's showing me him in full, full motion as in a porn film. He was a porn star. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it though? Because wow. like, it's weird that he's got so far as a criminal if he's just meeting people in nightclubs and going, yeah, mate, oh, it's well easy. Yeah. Just, do you want some drugs? I've got some drugs. Like, yeah. that's really weird, isn't it? First class delivery. I can send him Royal Mail Delivery Express tomorrow if you want. Wow. Duffer will be like his next like recruitment plan. Yeah. Oh yeah, got students, to hit up Loughborough. Got got to extend the got to extend the circle to Loughborough as wow. an international drug dealer. Wow. Yeah. And we should just say, by the way, kids, um, don't do drugs. Yeah, don't um, do drugs. Yeah, drugs absolutely. Um, what was your best Christmas present, Mike? Um, r- probably one of the things right behind me. Oh, oh the Yoda. Do you, know, do, you, do you know what there? that is? Baby Yoda. That is. Uh, that is. Have you seen Star Wars, Joe? I feel like you're a massive nerd, but you, have you missed out on Star Wars? I love or? Star Wars. I didn't like The Mandalorian. You didn't like The Mandalorian? That's like one of the best standalone things they've done in a long time. I'm very much kind what of a purist. Like? I love the original oh, three. And I like Force Awakens, to be fair. Um, and I like the last 10 minutes of Rogue One, where Darth Vader boards the uh, Princess Leia's oh, yeah, uh, diplomatic it. transit ship. That's amazing. Hannah's just yeah. like, what that, a pair that's... of nerds. <laughs> That, no, that could be taken wildly out of context. Darth Vader <laughs> invades Princess Leia's diplomatic ship. Are you going to board my diplomatic transport ship? <sighs> you bet. Where's she from? <laughs> but yeah, um, Grogu is the is is basically the the child from the Mandalorian, which is like a spin-off, and he's like a descendant of or the same uh, sort of species as as Yoda. Yeah, Joe, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's really cute and I, and I love him. So, I'm oh, happy. do you? Do you sleep yeah. with him? No, um, he's kind of got a bit sick of me, so I've had to move him upstairs. But no, there's, there's, there's no, Taking all the stuffing th- out. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> so no, if that's what you're wondering. Oh, Mike, not tonight. Headache, I have. <laughs> Joe, it sounds like you've been told that a lot, and it's something that's uh, that's playing in your mind. <laughs> that's what it's she very said. Specific. <laughs> um, James Milner said on Instagram he got four new coasters and some anti-wrinkle eye cream. Christmases don't come much better. Um, I feel like mine was similar. Hannah, did you get anything good? Uh, well, my husband tested positive for COVID on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Merry nice Christmas. one. Uh, so, yeah, I found it a little bit stressful because I had my family staying with me and everybody had all the comfy beds in all the spare rooms. But um, obviously I didn't have a bed. <laughs> so I actually had to sleep on the bottom bunk of my little boy's double-decker bus bed, which has a steering wheel, a gear <laughs> stick. And, it, yeah, that was – I'm not going <laughs> to say that was <laughs> – all night but what i mean is it was un- i didn't mean that it was just uncomfortable did you it not, was an uncomfortable situation did you not at any point sit and be like <laughs> like get the did you not do that at any point i didn't because he was asleep when i um like 
my little voice just woken up. He was actually asleep when I went into his room and he was really excited that I was sleeping in his room, but then I had to pretend to be Santa, didn't I? So then I had to get up early and just make sure everything was okay. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing was a little bit more tricky than I expected. Why Santa drunk wearing a cocktail dress? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell my kids that Santa likes sushi and champagne. So uh, they're, they're, when we went to see Santa on uh, Christmas Eve, Santa was like, what, what are you going to leave out for Santa tonight? And my five-year-old was like, uh, my way and some sushi from the shop. Oh, <laughs> and he was God. like, sorry. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, well, smash a bottle of my way while we're, uh, while I'm just myself, while I'm setting the presents up. You did uh, message me this week in sort of quite a glamorous, but also quite tragic setting so your husband's obviously isolating within the house yeah and you were both drinking moe chandon champagne but separately and on your own in different parts watching football and watching the united game i was like oh it's sort of quite it's quite glam but it's also really quite sad sad. and and yet talk to united as well to make it worse jesus i don't know seriously yeah that was a rant in itself awful awful we'll get to united Okay. <laughs> because, right, um, I want to know, Hannah. Actually, no, should we just get yeah. to United now? Sod it. Well, you're going to talk about James yeah. Milner in The Boring Christmas Presents. Well, I was going to say, and um, if anybody's uh, wondering what I got, I got pyjamas and oh, socks. and stuff. that's nice. No, I loved it. Like, I'm with James Milner. Like, I got two pairs of pyjamas. One was, uh, one is like a full suit. So, like, have you ever seen the Morecambe and Wise sketches where they're in bed together? right <laughs> or like uh Bert and ernie or like in the 50s say somebody or like a dickens novel so somebody gets up with like a lantern and they're like who goes there like that yeah. sort of thing and Scrooge. it's a full button-up suit with a little pocket in case you so want it's to like some... a, it's like an old school onesie essentially well yeah but it's like a little it is like a suit it's smarter than what i wear day to day um i got that three pairs of socks and some scented candles so i was happy as larry <laughs> And loads of pistachios. And loads, loads of pistachios. Because actually, oh, that's what I was going to ask. So I got a callus on my thumb from eating too many pistachios. Because when you peel, ping the shell off, right? I had them yeah. for breakfast three days in a row. Um, I love pistachio nuts. Pistachio nuts are like my heroin. Like I can't, I can't have them in the house. Because if I know they're in that, I don't think that's how it works with heroin, is it? It's all got some heroin in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, do you know? Naughty, in naughty. The, in the back cupboard in the bread bin. Oh. Um, oh, go on then. I'll treat that. myself to one <laughs> bar of heroin. <laughs> Joe, um, sorted or unsorted? Sorted. Oh, mate. Unsorted is a bit plain. You, you must have consumed so much salt then yeah. in the last yeah. week. I did dry up a little bit. Like? <laughs> <laughs> His face is like dissolving in. One more pistachio, man. <laughs> but someone messaged me on Instagram when I posted me with a bowl of pistachios for like fourth day in a row. Um, Solid gold content. That's why we've got the sponsors coming running. <laughs> <laughs> that code is Joe20. Joe20. Uh, <laughs> but they said, you're eating them wrong. What you do is you put the whole thing in your mouth, suck it, then you get the flavour off the shell, and then the shell oh. gets soft and you could pull it apart and eat the nut. But that's uh, so, that's, that's wrong. Smart. So you need to make, it, you make the shell moist and then the nut will come out. Exactly, yeah, do that. Hey. <laughs> but it's like, that's, done, interesting. It? that's so messy and gooey and you must have to have a separate bowl for all your soggy old shells. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've never, I'd never thought about it, Joe, but I'm, I'm concerned about your addiction to pistachios. Yeah. But who, who, yeah, I mean, I might Google that later if I've got nothing to do. 
Well, I think you've got quite a lot to do. She has got COVID and you've got two children to look yeah. after. Right, but now it's time for the last time in 2021, but not the last oh. time ever, for things that make you go... Mm. <laughs> I've had to look away. No. What is that? I've had to look away. Um, <laughs> Hannah, what's made you go... Mm, um, what's oh. made me go mm, this week? Um well, when I was watching West Ham, I quite liked Antonio's uh, hair, the intricate braids on his hair this week. Good, it has been a bad week for you. Hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to say anything Manchester United related on this podcast this week at all. Um, so that's what's made me go. Mm, I like Mikel. Well, to be fair, Manchester United related. Maybe Alisson Maxman's goal against you. Oh, oh, yeah, all right. We'll talk about United later. Suits you, sir. Suits you. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. And Mike, what's made you go? Oh, um, oh mine sweet. was Spurs scoring two perfectly good goals and then getting ruled out. That, yes. that's what made me go, mmm, that was great. That shut you up, Joe, brilliant banter. <laughs> Did shut yeah, up. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what else is there to say? They two both goals should have stood and they didn't. And Spurs mm-hmm. drew against Southampton despite having like 50 shots and all of the ball and, and scoring against twice. 10 men. <laughs> Scored yeah. three times, but they didn't let yeah. us have two of them. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was pretty infuriating, particularly when they did it. It was the night after, wasn't it, that City played? Was it? I think, and then it was Alan, uh, it was Phil Foden who was offside. Yeah. And the BBC posted on Instagram and they were like literally posted the, the sort of one on top of the other, um, Harry Kane and Phil Foden pictures. And it's like just the magic of VAR, because they were both exactly the same, except one was offside, yeah. one was onside. Yeah, I um, saw um uh Richard Keyes and Andy Gray. And these are two I definitely don't agree with any of the time, but um, they were sort of saying like the lines, they look like they're on top of each other. So how can that be offside? Like if there's no visible gap between the lines, why why is one deemed to be in front of the other and offside? It doesn't make sense. So even though like I was very happy because I'm an Arsenal fan, like sort of like the football purist was like, that's an absolute joke the Fraser Forster one is also a joke because this guy is like a monster he's like well, probably almost seven foot and he can't catch a ball he, just like, he didn't actually and- he didn't jump up to try and get the ball he tried to catch it as if it was like playing rugby um and that's probably not how you play rugby but I don't know <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but, but yeah, boy, you silly the rugby boys. fans would be so offended now comparing it to football. But can um, I just say, Mike, we don't have yeah. any rugby fans that listen to this, okay. so <laughs> don't worry about it. In case there is, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's just utter madness. Like, how were six foot seven, eight, like big monster goalkeepers getting protected by by referees? It's, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I saw a very good tweet from um, a friend of mine, uh, Simon Harkness, that said something like. Um, when are we going to learn the difference between like contact with a ref, like contact with a goalkeeper isn't automatically a foul or like something like that. And it, yeah. and it's, it's just, as you say, Fraser Force was massive. Matt Doherty went into him. It wasn't a foul. Fraser Force dropped it. It went off his own heel and went into the net. It was a goal. Um, but speaking of Spurs, the thing that's made me go, oh, 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 this week was, um, Antonio Conte's Christmas cards. I don't know if you two saw these. No. Don't hear about this. So they weren't like Christmas cards. They were little things he put on Instagram, Merry Christmas. And the first one is him sort of like, he's in the foreground looking wistfully into the distance with like a turtleneck on. And in the background kind of soft focus is a Christmas tree with all the lights on. 
and it just says Merry Christmas. And then he obviously thought that wasn't enough and people needed more because then later he posted one of him just standing on some stairs wearing a turtleneck holding a glass of wine that says Merry Christmas. It's very Italian, that, isn't it? Very you, it sounds like you fancy him a bit, Joe. Oh, I do. Because he's he's quite a dashing bloke, isn't he? Let's be honest. Antonio well, he's got Fonte. the cold, dead eyes of a serial killer. So, <laughs> which is obviously how <laughs> Hannah and I first bonded. Yeah. Ah, I see you're one of us. <laughs> do, you, do you want to be my friend? <laughs> well, you did, yeah, you did both you... plot to kill someone on, on the first night that you met. So, I mean. This is true. Hannah this suggested true. it and I didn't disagree. That's all I'm no, saying. No, you suggested it. I, I wouldn't suggest that. No, I said I want him out the way. No, you said it. Um, and and Hannah was like, yeah, I'll get him. it done. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I said it would be good if he was gone. And Hannah said, here's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a girl who I fancied and Hannah suggested we might get rid of his boyfriend. We didn't. We didn't get... Like, no. he's, They've broken up anyway, haven't they? Of course they have, and he's not been seen As far since. as we know. Uh, <laughs> we don't know where he is. <laughs> Whoops. Um, they did live on a boat, though, didn't they? Plop. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Serious conspiracy. Um, Hannah, should we talk about Manchester United? Joe. <laughs> right now, right, that's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah, let's talk about United. <clears throat> uh, Newcastle won, Manchester United won. Manchester United lucky to get a point, I thought. Yeah. And um, we've had a message on Instagram. Oh, God. Okay. So Newcastle fan Simon says, oh, no, what I should probably set up is I asked people on Instagram, what, are you, what, are your, what do you think your club's New Year's resolution should be? And a few people replied, Newcastle fan Simon replied, and he said... Simon said. (laughs) Good. Banter. (laughs) Top banter. That's another viral clip. Uh, (laughs) Get that on TikTok. (laughs) Uh, um, Simon says... (laughs) What's he did? (laughs) Don't turn the comments on for that one. Yeah, I was going to say, we love this, this is great. A warm-smelling <laughs> podcast. Where's the banter? <laughs> um, right, what did Simon say? Newcastle fans. Simon going to slag us off. Messaged. No, what did? What should Newcastle's New Year's New Year's resolution be? <laughs> oh, hello, it's me, Mick Jagger. What's your? <laughs> 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 things have really gone off a cliff in the last couple of minutes. Right. Um, Simon said, continue to play Joe Linton as a box-to-box midfielder. Because, Mike, you won't like this. He is literally turning into a prime Patrick Vieira. And it's wonderful to watch. Sign a competent centre-back. Back Eddie Howe no matter what. We're a different Eddie side who? to him compared to under Bruce. They fight for every second they're on the pitch and that's all we ask for. <sighs> Newcastle fans, right? They just pick. A, it's almost like you toss a coin. How do you feel about your manager? Ding. I feel like yeah. this about yeah. Eddie Howe. I love him. He's the best manager we've ever had. Sorry, Simon. Thanks for messaging. Uh, so where in New- where in Newcastle on the table then? Newcastle they- in the Premier League table, Hannah. Yeah. If I fill for a second, are nineteenth. <laughs> yeah, because I, I read uh, an article yesterday that Newcastle fans were like, "We don't care if we go down as long as we keep playing the way we played this week." I'm like. I like Newcastle. I do like Newcastle. We, we all know we've got a lot of love for, for Steve Bruce here and the, the situation of how he was sacked, etc. But would you be that happy if you were relegated? Would Newcastle fans really be that happy if they were relegated for the Premier League? But aren't they only happy because they know they've got the money to come back up and stay up and do really well after that? I wonder if they hadn't had investment and Mike yeah. Ashley had sacked Steve Bruce and got Eddie Who in, yeah. then 
would they still be as happy? I don't think they would. It's like, we want to play good football. Yeah. And we don't care if we go down playing good football. It's like, mm, but you do, don't you? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But know. that's nonsense because there's the, you're you're setting back like the the projects like a few two years at least because if they stay up, the level of um, like talent they can attract will be so much higher than if they drop down yeah. to the championship and have to do it all again. It's like a two year um, cycle, really, isn't it? Yeah, or eighteen month cycle. So maybe, really, so. I don't think you do want to be getting relegated. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. Simon's just having a bit of banter with us. I don't. He's a Newcastle fan, so oh, I don't, don't do think banter. he is. But it's nice that it's written in. Thanks for the question. Yeah, Simon. cheers, Simon. We Even though we've just absolutely you. destroyed yeah. your comment, but thank I'm just, you. I just, I just am intrigued because, like you say, Newcastle. <laughs> like every fan for for every football team has an opinion, obviously. But Newcastle fans are kind of very forceful with their opinions, and like you mm. say, Joe, some some days if they make a decision, that's it. They're not going back on it. But I'm just asking the question: Would they be that happy after watching a couple of performances under Eddie Howe? Would they be happy if if they continue playing good football, but to get relegated from the Premier League. And they're a bit, I mean, they're a bit, they're a bit flip-floppy on old Joe Linton, aren't they? Because I swear yeah. they absolutely hated him like a few months ago, probably, let alone a year ago when they first signed him and he cost yeah. like 50 million and hadn't scored in ages. And But now and he's they, the next and, Patrick Vieira, so there you go. And the the reporter said, uh, asked him a question didn't they? Like, oh, I didn't know you were that good. Yeah. Well, well done, Hannah, is... because I, what you've done is segued into the next thing on the running Oh, Hannah. Because you've Have read I? it. So well done. Oh, my she's God, a, unintentionally. She's a pro presenter. <laughs> Listen, I'm worth my weight in gold, babe. <laughs> the interviewer said to Joe Linton, I didn't know you were that good. Now, yeah. I always look at these things from the interviewer presenter's point of view. Sometimes you go live and you just have a bit of a brain fart and you think... I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. And things just come out your mouth and you're like, this is mental. Why am I saying yeah. this? And he laughed, to be fair, and was like, oh, yeah, right, well, thank you. Um, but, like, the, probably the interviewer was like, okay, I'm going to go live and chat into them beforehand before you cut to them live. Yeah. And then it cuts to him, he's like, what's my name again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a stupid thing to say, but I've said loads more stupid things than that. Um, Hannah, are there any particularly bad interviews that stand out in your mind? Uh, well, I told you the first time I went on TV, didn't I? And I said that I was absolutely loving myself um, because all I could hear was the producers shouting, I'll do it myself, you do it, no, you do it. And the presenter said, oh, we've got a new presenter on the shopping channel. Hannah, how are you feeling? And myself, loving it, whatever. And I just said, I'm absolutely loving myself today. <laughs> first thing I ever said on TV. And yeah, he was but... like, you're loving yourself. And I was really conscious that I was supposed to be at work in Loughborough. And uh, if I, not that anybody that I worked with would be watching a shopping channel at quarter past two on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, but I was so embarrassed because he was like, you're loving yourself. And then I got an award at the Christmas party for the worst thing to say, not only live on TV, but the first thing I ever said on TV. It's not that bad, Anna. I think you're, you're sort oh, of milking it up a little bit. You, you can get away with that. What about the time, Hannah? Because I know obviously quite a, a few stories about you from <laughs> from when we wrote a um, a short sitcom script basically based on Hannah's life. Um, Which we found hilarious. Um, Imagine if this was true. This is my life, Jess. Literally this is true. true. I put that, when I sent it, I sent it to the BBC and they came back and said some quite nice things about it. But I said to them, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't make this up. This stuff all happened. Um, but what about when, when you're at the Olympics? Which bit? Well, the, let, so there was a couple of occasions when um, you were doing a bit of crowd work. Oh God. Yeah. So I was doing some crowd work at the 2012 Olympic games and there were, it was like, there was, we'd had an instance where there was a, a very, very famous swimmer 
all his he'd won a lot of gold medals at the Olympics and basically I had to interview his um cousin and his sister and his mum and basically the sister-in-law was having a fight with the mum and they were like don't do this not here don't do it for the player and they were shouting the um not the player the swimmer so they were like right quickly move move positions go and get a a, a granddad and a grandson go and find some quickly you've got 20 seconds Hannah you need to hurry up we're live there's 20,000 people at the aquatic center so I saw this guy uh, this old guy looked really cute and I saw a little boy I was like oh right grandfather and grandson and I was like <laughs> sit on granddad's knee and the little boy was like huh and he looked I thought oh, he's a bit scared because I'm coming at him with a camera and a microphone just sit with granddad and the the granddad was a bit like oh and I said don't worry it'll be fine I'll just have a couple of questions if you get nervous just say yes or no it's fine sit on granddad's knee have some of his drink eat some of his sweets come on so I sat him on the knee of his granddad and I was like oh you know hi we're coming live you know we hope you're ready you know got 400 meter freestyle coming up it's a great event blah 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 and I was like oh so what's your name to little Johnny and he was like Johnny and I was like you okay with your granddad and I immediately realized that they didn't even know each other (laughs) (laughs) they weren't even related (laughs) and I'd made him sit on this old man's knee and he started crying and I was like (laughs) So we had security up there sorting out this fight between a famous swimmer's family and then oh, this little man. boy that had sat on an old man's knee. Can you imagine how traumatized he'd be? I mean, I'm surprised he might get a lawsuit against me one day for <laughs> post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, I didn't realize, obviously. Um, and then that same day, the camera was panning round and uh, zoomed in on a woman. It was like, get this, get her, get her, you know, put your hands up in the air. Come on, you, you lady, put your hands in the air. Come on. And she was actually breastfeeding. <laughs> She's breastfeeding a child and there's 20,000 people watching this lady with her nips out, lactating left, right and centre. Come on, put your hands up for Detroit. Oh, I love the city. It was awful. But yeah, sorry, I totally digress then. Anyway, so there's a couple of stories for you. Just my life. Wow. That, I mean, I'm not going to bother going. Can we move on, Joe? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to tell mine because they're just, they're so good. Oh, so good. Um, one of the reasons Newcastle fans might be vaguely optimistic, though, is because they look like they're going to spend in January, Hannah, including maybe Anthony Martial. Yeah, I mean, I think best to look to him. It should have happened two <laughs> years ago for him to leave. Oh, he's just, he's I know he's, I'm not talking about here, but he just looks like he's... Like that is, that is libelous. Can you see that? I don't think so he just looks he looks so (laughs) Anthony Marshall he should should have gone two years Christ you can't (laughs) (laughs) oh god Hannah imagine you said that on like GB News or something because you're on there a while ago GB News would be fine mate to be fair GB News I know yeah god it's a funny yeah but she would be fine when she went on Twitter though oh dear so what what I think about Anthony Marshall I think he should have he should have gone two years ago from United he just looks so disinterested every time he's on the pitch and he's very talented very skillful but it's reminding yourself that it's a 90 minute football match it's not when he picks and chooses to be skillful and puts a performance in I just feel that Anthony Martial just not right for Manchester United and I think it's good good luck to him in his next uh, appointment wherever he's going to go but um, he's not for Man United this is your classic example it's like when you've broken up with someone it's like fine whatever no I hope, yeah. I hope she's happy best of luck to yeah. her best of yeah. luck to her do you know what yeah we had a great time not for me yeah and if she gets okay. hit by a car oh well that's life uh, <laughs> do you regret do you regret him being hyped up so much Hannah because you know when he scored that goal against against Liverpool wasn't it it was, it was like his first goal 
And Martin think, Tyler did the famous commentary line. Do you think you got hyped Yeah, I think um, that's that's a problem. And I think it's a similar situation uh, with Jack Grealish, who has kind of, when the, uh, a player is like a big fish and then they come to another team and there's got a lot of expectation um, and I don't think they can live up to it. It takes a while for them to mould into the team. And I don't think Anthony Martial moulded into the team at Man United. Mike, he was a... Um... He was at Monaco, wasn't he? So he was Mbappe before yeah. Mbappe was Mbappe. So he had a lot yeah. of hype for it. He was the best young player in France when he signed for United. Um, yeah. He will be disappointed with his time at United, won't he? Yeah, I think, I can't remember. No, I'm just, no. I was almost going to call him another player, which I probably shouldn't do um, because there, there was a Monaco player that played really well against us uh, for Arsenal. So please bleep that out. But I, was, well, I don't know I what I'm bleeping. No. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, yeah, sorry, I'll go again. Uh, yeah, it's really disappointing to see Martial not fulfill his potential, but I'm sure um, at somewhere else where perhaps he's not maybe a, a small fish in a big pond, Hannah. Just finishing her analogy, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a good job. analogy about Yeah, him, it was. It was, yeah. I think maybe when he, he becomes the bigger fish again, he will learn to swim. Have you heard that oh, if you... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that was so smooth, Mike. Oh, Loved that was... <laughs> Purring like a cat over here. But have you, have you, um, <laughs> it was a xylophone, wasn't it? <laughs> right. City marching on, beat Leicester 6 3, beat Brentford last night. Fair play to Brentford as well. Um, I was going to say, like, what WTF, Hannah, is going yeah. on with your mate Brendan? Because obviously beats Liverpool, right? Leicester, yeah. loses to City, concedes six goals while he does it, but they're brilliant in the second half of their counter-attacking goals. Have you spoken to any of your sources on the, the Brendan Rodgers beat? Because obviously I know that you're, you're sort of very clued up specifically on him and his geographical whereabouts. Yeah, um, I was watching him uh, as he walked off the pitch and I thought, I know where he's going. Uh, I'm going to follow him home. Rodgers, <laughs> <Brendan> watch. <laughs> um, he's, just, he's just preparing himself. He's taking a few risks, you know. He's, he's playing the field, you know. Um, and he's, he's getting himself ready to come to United at some point. In the future. Can I, Hannah, I will give you 10 English pounds if Brendan Rodgers is the next Manchester United manager. 10 quid. Right. All right. Sure. Oh, let's, let's do big money. Let's make I it Don't 15. hedge your bets. Well, it's just been Christmas, isn't it? Laugh <laughs> out the presents of pistachios. What do you say? 15, one five. 15 pounds. Yeah. 15 pounds. No within the next Within the next 24 months. Well, no, if he goes, if he's the next Manchester United manager. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That is that's a verbal contract is binding. So there you go. I'm trying to find out where the, the camera is. Be about there, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Sorry, that's good content for the listeners. <laughs> I was trying to find it on our hand again. James Madison's been good, doesn't he? Those three goals that City uh, that Leicester scored, Mike, against City were absolutely mustard. Yeah, I think James Madison. I've had theory, which is um, complete speculation, but I think James Madison was really upset that that we'd signed Martin Odegaard over him, and he was sulking a bit. Um, and now he's, you know, found his feet again and mm. he's he's looking really, really good. I wonder whether he might creep back into Gareth's plans or not. I don't know. He's not really fancied him much, is he, for England? So he's not upset that Jack Grealish has usurped his place as the hot young English attacking midfielder. He's upset about Martin Odegaard making his lone move permanent uh, <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> top so 10 club sulking. Arsenal. Well, I, to be fair, I do, and I, I did say this on the last podcast, um, but I think Leicester are on a downward curve. It feels like Rodgers has taken them as far as he can. Yeah, it was a it was a great victory, but it was against the odds against Liverpool. Like, let's be honest, like 
they they played well, but I don't think Liverpool were quite at their best. Um, Mohamed Salah never misses penalties, and and he he missed one. I think that's only his second Premier League penalty that he's missed. Um, so it, that was a bit of a shock. And I think if if he scores that, Liverpool go on and win. So you know, I'll take that result with a bit of a pinch of salt. But yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like Leicester have you know they won the FA Cup, they got into Europe. I don't really see what Rogers can do there anymore, which is why maybe I think Hannah could be right. But that appointment is going to happen because just uh, touched on Man United a little bit Ralph is not impressing that much is he old Ralph I don't I don't think it's the managers we've had three managers in now and I think in in like 30 years of watching Man United this is the worst team um in terms of they've got I, I just feel that they've got the, uh, such a bad attitude as a team mm. I don't think it's the managers I think it's the players and it's really disappointing to watch apart from um Ronaldo I think the rest of the players have got an issue with uh, either it's a hierarchy or just their attitude. I think, not, I'm going to make a statement here, I really don't think majority of these players will get picked under Sir Alex Ferguson because of their attitude. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably fair. I think long-term, probably Fernandez would, wouldn't he? I know his form's been off a cliff recently, but he's been pretty good for United. Um, I think I think having Rafa Varane injured has really hurt you because he looked... No, he he looks he looks like he couldn't even touch the ball properly the other night. Yeah. It was disappointing. You got like Fred giving the ball away, Varane giving the ball away, Rashford giving the ball away. I think they gave the ball like, away about 167 on? times, I read. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's but Varane, Varane's not been fit though, has he? So no. I mean so he's yeah, working no, his but way it's back. Still, it's, it's he's important. been rushed back. Every- Every game's important, isn't it? And I know it's difficult over Christmas. And the reason we see big scores is because of, you know, there's a lot of fixtures over Christmas, a bit of unsettled um, time, especially at the moment with COVID. But traditionally over Christmas, you'll see matches where there'll be like a 6-0 or 6-4, whatever, because of of the time of year. Um, And players are just kind of going off the mark a little bit, not quite as fit. That's fair enough. But I just feel for United, this isn't just a thing over Christmas. This is a COVID test. (laughs) I was about to point at you with my COVID test. uh, Yeah. Is, is um, it negative? <laughs> so there he goes. Hopefully negative. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, well, we've got big plans for New Year's Eve, so it better be negative, please, God. Oi, oi, see you in a babe. Uh, <laughs> um, she doesn't listen. No, she can't listen. Uh, there's no way she listens. <laughs> um, um, anyway, right. Uh, yeah. All right, Joe. We're talking about... What a um, segue that is. Yeah, felt... wow. So we're talking about fixtures over Christmas. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks. Actually. Oh, thanks, Hannah. Yeah, Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> Hannah. Let me just be all professional. She just looks at the right in order for one second. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> That's what it is. Ah, running order. Cheers. Arsenal fan Adam, Mike. So obviously Arsenal beat Norwich 5-0 away. Mm. And Arsenal fan Adam says that their New Year's resolution should be other than to continue trusting the process, I would say simply we must resolve to stop handing out mega contracts to over 30s whose powers are clearly on the wane. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Adam's spot on. Yeah, I think that's been something that has had to be addressed for a while. Um, the last regime were really, really bad. Obviously, Ozil got a big contract. Alexis Sanchez got a big contract. Um, and they, they ended up leaving. And obviously, Aubameyang as well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it needs to be fixed, but I I feel like we're slowly moving towards that because we are hiring and recruiting like a younger sort of profile of player, um, and we've not got these sort of aging players in the team. Whether they decide to give Lacazette a new contract will, will remain to be seen, but that that will show you their intentions. I think. Well, he might be the next captain. 
Potentially, yeah, potentially. Well, but Do you he's, feel excited? He's, he's, his contract runs out. Sorry, his contract runs out in the summer. So either he's made captain and given extended contracts or, or he goes, so. Do you feel excited, Mike, about um, Arsenal now, looking at the team that you've got um, and and the future for Arsenal? Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think we're going in the right direction. It's just, yeah. I think people need to lower the expectations a bit. And I know we're fourth at the moment, but the teams below us have got two games in hand. I think if Spurs won their next two games, they would go We'd above overtake us. You. Yeah, they'd overtake us. So I think people need to temper the expectations a bit because ultimately, like, there's been some decent results, but we've played in the last few weeks. Leeds is like fourth string team. Norwich are a rooted bottom of the table. Southampton, who a bit of Jekyll and Hyde. So I think people just need to relax a little bit because we've got Man City coming up on New Year's Day mm. uh, without Mikel Arteta, who's tested positive for COVID, so he won't be on the touchline. We'll be led by Albert Stivenberg, uh, former Manchester United coach. Albert Stivenberg? Uh, he's the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he was Wales assistant, I think. But um yeah, he'll he'll be leading out the, the lads oh, on, uh, on Saturday. So but yeah, like hiding to Man City and like Arsenal fans will just go completely the other way again. So yeah, I try to remain as, as balanced as I can, not get too excited. You wouldn't want I to, think you should be. You wouldn't want to go into Mr. Stevenberg's office though, would you? Herr Stevenberg. <laughs> oh god, here we go. Oh, Kyle, why didn't you square no, the ball? <laughs> he's, 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 I think he's Dutch, not German, by the way. Nah. Oh, he's Dutch, so he talks a little bit like that. Like, <laughs> Dutch is really hard not to do. His Brooklyn. What was that? That was like Tony Soprano. <laughs> oh, but Kyle passed the ball like a Zets in the penalty box, you schmuck. <laughs> think about it, kid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, um, oh. your best friend, Martin Odegaard. It's got as many Premier League assists against Norwich as Jack Grealish has had all season. I thought he looks pretty... I mean, Norwich are terrible. But I thought... Yeah. I, I've been watching... I've been watching Odegaard um, for the last few weeks. I thought particularly against Norwich, I thought he looked fantastic. Yeah, he's coming into his own. He, he had a bit... He struggled a little bit early in the season um, and he was getting dropped actually quite a bit. Lacazette was actually playing in, the, in his number 10 position. But yeah, last few weeks, he's been great adding goals to his game. Loves a goal against Spurs as well, actually. And hopefully trying to be nice um, to with the North the London derby coming up, because I've, I, I think this like top four race, like the, the London derby is going to be huge. North London derby between Spurs and Arsenal. And obviously Spurs got absolutely torn to shreds in the last one. So I feel like they'll be properly up for this one, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not worried about Spurs, but Antonio Conte Spurs sort of like, you do have to watch out for them a little bit because you know that that they'll have as a minimum like the intensity and the and the hunger and the organisation and it's just well, the other the key, stuff isn't to follow. It? The organisation, yeah, that's, the, it's, it's what United don't have, isn't it? Like yeah, the, the, the top... hunger and the desire and the running and like the body language has looked all wrong at United. And so it, it just, bad. yeah, I don't want to don't want to go back to United massively, but I'll just say that I think I, I, I think <laughs> you could not. be right. <laughs> no, I was I was going to say I, I just think you could be right, Hannah, in that. You can't just blame everything on the manager. Like, there's been how many managers no. now since since Fergie Three. left, and there's well, been in one terms constant. of yeah, since Fergie left. But in terms of of recent with this team that we've got at mm. the moment, three managers. Yeah, 
And it's like, it's how, how, at what point can you stop blaming the manager and sack yeah. the manager to get a new one and not actually look but at the also, team? But also, also, it is weird because the players must be sort of like in in a in an odd zone where it's like, all right, this manager's just come in, we'll play for him for a few games, but then he's going to be going at the end of the season. So it's like, yeah, what motivation is there to prove yourself to this manager? Yeah. The only motivation they should need really is to play for the shirt, but. Obviously, that's not happening at the moment. Well, if he's moving into maybe a director of football role, as people think he might, maybe January is where he comes into his own because that should be the that mm. should be where he's looking. <laughs> Anna, what's just happened? Is there like a <laughs> nuclear bomb just gone off? It's like a big flash in like your face is just lit up. God, it's just the sun. And now it's, it's gone. Really... Again. It's gone away again. Now it's like have you seen the start of Terminator Two? where they drop a nuclear bomb and it's like the mushroom cloud and it's all bright and everyone like burns to a crisp. That's basically what happened to Hannah. Oh, Edward Furlong. I used to love him. I used to have posters up of him on my wall. Who's Edward Furlong? The um, Terminator's son. He had black hair, but I think he's like, I oh, don't think he what the, anymore. Oh my God, what's his name? The young guy. John. I don't know what his name was in John Colin Favreau. Oh my God, I used to be obsessed with him. Edward I used to think, Furlong. Oh, maybe. John yeah, Connor, yeah. I used yeah. to want to marry him when I was like really young. He's the first poster. Oh my God. First poster <laughs> I ever had up at my, uh, on my bedroom not, wall. Not John Collins, John Connor. No, John, not John Collins, the former Fulham player. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> Collins John also played for Fulham. And yeah, it's very Collins, weird, that, isn't it? Collins John made his debut playing for Fulham and came on for John Collins, which is quite good. Um, <laughs> lovely, lovely little moment. Edward Furlong, I've just Googled him. Yeah. I like, he's, yeah, he's John Connor from Terminator 2, if you've got this reference. Hannah also yeah. brought up Judith Chalmers in our group chat yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> our references, me to know who it was. Like, honestly, oh. particularly yours, but our references are really like niche 90s yeah. content. And I can tell when Mike doesn't reply for eight or nine messages, he's just like, what? <laughs> no, what? I did know um, the other one. Was it Victoria, da- not Victoria Darvishel, what's her name? <laughs> Judith Chalmers. No, no the, Jane, the other uh, one. Jane McDonald. Jane I McDonald, Jane yeah, I did. I, I have reference. heard of her. Yeah, but you know her from Loose Women. You don't know her from Cruise Ship. No, not you? Loose Women, Joe. Gogglebox. Gogglebox, yeah, but you never saw her on, was it Cruise Ship or The Cruise, cruise or whatever ship. it's called? Yeah. 1998. And basically, she got famous, didn't she, Hannah? Because she was yeah. the, <laughs> she was the on <laughs> ship entertainment. I don't know how you'd say it. <laughs> Um, she's just amazing Jane McDonald I absolutely love her oh, I'd love to get a video message though, for she? my birthday she's very very cringe to get me something for my birthday. a video what a VHS <laughs> a video yeah. no a video message from Jane um, McDonald for my birthday in September you can get those from like Nigel Farage you know there's, there's this app called Cameo where like celebrities record messages for you I don't know why you'd want that but I wonder if Jane McDonald would do that for me um, I love her I've been to watch well, her a she'd couple do it for cash yeah absolutely she must we, be <laughs> We did get it for, for um, we did get um, Sven Goran Eriksson to do one for my mate's wedding, um, so that we like could play on the big screen, and um, he said, uh, "Nikki and Sarah, you're very much, uh, yeah, Nikki, you're very much the Emil Heskey to Sarah's Michael Owen, um, and I hope your relationship is just as successful." I'm, I'm, I'm glad he didn't do it the other way around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about Tottenham's improvement under Conte. <laughs> uh, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Um, yeah, do it. So there's a very good stat that obviously has been doing the rounds. That uh, under new under Nuto 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 <laughs> um, under Nuno, Spurs yeah. ran the least in the Premier League, and under Conte now run the most. But also there's lots of other improvements. So under Nuno, Spurs were the 14th team in the Premier League for goals conceded so averaged 1.6 goals per game under Conte they averaged 0.5 goals a game that's the best in the Premier League 
I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm excited too, Hannah. Um, also under Nuno, 1.5 points per game, 2.3 under Conte. Basically, uh, gone from 19th to 5th in terms of the amount of goals scored. Basically, Don Antonio is the chosen one and he's doing it with Eric Dyer as his starting centre-back. So sky's the limit, isn't it, Hannah, for Spurs? I had uh, Eric Dyer on my bench, annoyingly, last week. You idiot. I got about six points. Um, yeah. <laughs> Again, more gold content for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be such a difficult edit this Banter. week. It's so much we can't use. No wonder we had to record it today instead of tonight. You're like, it'd be a night shift if you had to edit this. Oh, Christ. Yeah. God almighty. But yeah, so, so Conte's doing well at Spurs, isn't he, Mike? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Conte, no, Conte, Conte is doing well. And as, as I said earlier, like they, they do. I'm sorry, sorry to bit. make you repeat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've got to go in five minutes. No, um, oh, yeah. God. So Conte, do, no, obviously Conte has improved Spurs a lot, and he's a top class manager. And you have to say that Spurs are probably one of the favourites for that fourth spot behind. Chelsea, but saying that Chelsea not going too well. Uh, drew against um, Brighton in the week, so even they could end up in a in a battle for the top four. Who knows if they continue in in their current vein of form? So it's going to be an exciting one, absolutely. Mike, what would you like to see, or who would you like to see? What position, perhaps, would you like to see? What would you like to see <laughs> Arsenal do in January? Um, so I actually wrote an article for Metro.co.uk. Boring! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, where can we read that? Uh, detailing. Uh, the, uh, it's actually on my Twitter as well, at Mike underscore Stavru. Um, <laughs> detailing the three players that I think um, Arsenal should sign. I, on that, I put um, Dusan Vlaovic. Not sure that's how you say his name. Yeah, he is from Fiorentina. From Fiorentina, um, the big striker, big Serb striker. He looks good. Um, scored a ridiculous amount of goals. I think he scored about 16 goals in 19 Serie A games, which is impressive. Um, so him up front. And then I said uh, Dennis Sicaria in midfield, who is a Swiss international. He's going to leave Borussia Mönchengladbach on a free uh, in, in the summer. So could be, you know, bargain, little bargain there. And then I said... Um, Dejan Kulusevski. I've really chosen names that are quite difficult to pronounce. Dejan Kulusevski well, of Juventus. Yeah, he's smashing it. Um, he is that like versatile uh, Swedish attacker who, who looks good. So those are the three players I would sign for Arsenal. Hannah, there's a bit of chat that um, in the Manchester Evening News that United are after Rafinha from Leeds. Do you think you need another forward? Uh, I think we just need a... But <laughs> I, no, I feel like we just, um, I mean, that may be potentially a good signing actually for United. Um, but I, I, I just think we need a, an attitude readjustment and it needs to happen quickly. Um, mm. It's all very well, you know, buying players, bringing players in. But I think the the fundamental approach for anyone that puts on a, a Manchester United shirt needs to change at the club. So you think wholesale way. changes? I just think they need to just have a word with themselves. Have you... Um... Have you seen this story this week? I'm going to say no because it was in the running order. Have you guys seen this story this week, right? Just uh, just something to finish up on, a little bit of lighthearted fun to finish up on. Oh. Um, a man took his girlfriend on a date to the big Tesco's. And he oh my count- God, was this like my life? Literally, he counted that as a date. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. So I was going to ask you Absolutely. two, what's the worst date you've ever been on? But Hannah, you actually did That's take your husband date. on a date to yeah. the big Tesco's. Oh my God, and that's probably where he got COVID as well, just saying. 
Hashtag just Probs, saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I dragged it. So I told her I got a babysitter in because I hosted Christmas this year for my family. So I was just like, I've got so much to do with working and stuff. So I thought what I'm going to do is there's a, we've mentioned the sushi place in Loughborough, the basin, which is amazing. Um, I got, I ordered sushi takeaway. I got our trays, our trays, like dinner trays that you'd sit and watch TV with. I took little pots to put the soy sauce and wasabi in. I took chopsticks. I took plates and I said, right, I'm taking you out on a date. So we got in the car because the babysitter had arrived to look after the kids. And then we went, picked the food up and he's like, oh, where are we going? Like there's one place in Loughborough that once he asked me if I go out with him and I said yes that night. And then the next morning I said, I've made a, the wrong decision and didn't want to go out with him anymore. So he thought I was taking him there. Um, but I didn't, I took him to Tesco car park and he was like, why, how come we're eating our tea? And I was like, just you wait, babes. It's the surprise is waiting for you. Let's enjoy our sushi and just watch everybody doing the Christmas shopping. It was raining. And then as soon as we'd finished eating, I was like, right, let's get the bags out the car, out the back of the car. We're going to do a Christmas shop. <sighs> and he was like, you've brought me on a date to Tesco. And I was like, yeah, because we need to do the Christmas shopping. I'm not doing it all on my own. You know, it's like a 400 pound shop going on here. Um, and he was walking around Tesco absolutely livid with a scanner, just scanning everything. That, that is really horrible, Hannah. Happy date night, I thought I thought you'd actually told him that you were going to Tesco, but that's actually not yeah. a bad date because big Tesco is quite fun. But if you're actually tricking it someone is. into doing the Christmas shopping, that's not nice. No, I think big, big, the big shop, like, or if you go to one of those massive supermarkets, I find it really overwhelming. It's like, I can't, there's too much stuff and too much choice. I don't know where to, I always have to ask people for pretty much every item because it's like. Oh, you're the worst, Joe. You're but I find it like a real really, sensory, really irritating. A real sensory overload. <laughs> Why are you you're asking like people to do their job? Where? Yeah. Just, yeah. just go, just go look around. That's what the supermarket is for. You see yeah. those little signs in the aisles and the numbers. You. It tells you what's I do, there. I do that thing where I say to the staff member, if you were a marshmallow, where would you be in this supermarket? God, Why do you stuff. do that? You really if I'm looking weird. for the marshmallows and I don't that's, know where they are. That's making it even worse. <laughs> Why? Because you think that will make like them That's like taking laugh. the mick out of them. No, I'm not saying it in a horrible way. It's just like, oh, if you were a measuring jug, where would you be sat right now in Tesco? It's like treating them like they're five years old. Aisle two. Well, no, but yeah, why? But why? Because you think that they're going to go into the staff room. They're going to be like, do you know what? I was having a really bad shift. And then this woman came up. Yeah. She was hilarious. <laughs> she absolutely said the by suggesting that I had the intellect of a six-year-old. I'm genuinely not taking the I used to work in a, a factory shop in the freezer section. So I know, like, if somebody came up to me and said, oh, if you were a lemon meringue, where would you be? I'd be like, aisle two. Yeah, but that's you, Hannah. <laughs> Normal people aren't going to like that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I feel really bad because I said it about 10 times. So people used to come up to you and be like, uh, sorry, love, where are the drill bits? You're like, well, if I were a drill bit, I might be over <laughs> here. Shh. And then like run off. I'd be like, let's walk like a penguin to the drill bits and make it even more fun. Oh, I'm so weird. Maybe it's just yes, me. Yes, I'm gonna not yes, I'm not gonna do that anymore um in a supermarket. No, but Mike's got to go and do a podcast. So I know, yeah. like a proper one. So <laughs> a look, proper podcast. Thank you very much, everybody, everybody being Hannah and Mike. Um Right, don't forget, you can find us on social media, Rosehead Pod on Instagram, Rosehead Soccer on Twitter, we're on TikTok, all that other stuff as well. And don't forget, if you do want to enjoy the clothes from our brand new sponsor, VIR Clothing, all you need to do is head over to virclothing.com and use the code JOE20, that's J-O-E-20, to receive 20% off your order and all the money raised goes towards the podcast. What's my doorbell? Thank you very much, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you very much, Mike. See ya. Happy New Year, everybody, and we will see you next time. Bye.